Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. What is up, Waffle Gang? I do hope you are well. My name is Mark, and today we're checking out some more r slash am I the bird? Oh. And if you love a Reddit story, why not consider hitting that subscribe, maybe that notification bell too. Do not forget about our cheeky, cheeky Halloween competition that we've got going on over on our Discord. Prize is up for grabs. It's just an art-based competition, just very fun stuff. Don't have to be an expert artist to get involved or anything like that. It's just simply, it's simply about the creativity, the thought that goes behind it. That's what we love there so come get involved get your entries in there link to our discord down in the description below and would love to have you a part of it now let's get in to today's stories much love guys Now, our first story comes from Lost Papaya 9278, and it's one that we read just recently, and it follows now with an update. So if you'd like to use the timestamps to go straight to the update, please feel free to do so. That's what they're there for. So we'll read the original story, then move on to the update. Titled, Am I the asshole for not accepting my sister's relationship with my ex, despite her having cancer as a teenager? And I was really hoping we did get an update on this one, so I'm glad it's here now. My 25 female father married my stepsisters, 23 female mother when I was four, and she was three. We lived together most of our lives and are a family. She and I were extremely close. She developed cancer when she was 14 and was sick for about two years. She since made a full recovery. During that time, my parents became understandably overprotective. They also asked a lot of me. I quit my extracurriculars so I could get a job. The money went towards her medical bills and so I could drive her to appointments. I didn't go to dances and any fun activities I needed to include her. I did almost all of this willingly, the exception being having to quit my high school volleyball team. I did throw a bit of a tantrum about that, but was swiftly punished. And I think having one emotional breakdown was pretty chill given the circumstances. Anyhow, I go to college and meet my ex. We'll call him Ben. When I'm a junior, we fall in love, blah, blah, blah. He and I move in together when we graduate, so we've been living together for about three years. We were serious until July when I walked into my bedroom and saw him fucking my sister. I broke it off, tears were shed, he moved out, etc. My sister apologized at first, but then backed off. I thought she was giving me space, but last week she called and asked if we could meet up. She told me that she and Ben were in love and were just telling me as a courtesy before they started posting photos online. Distraught, I left her in the restaurant by herself and did not pay my portion of the bill. She later Venmoed me, asking for the money. She told my parents who then called me to their house, telling me how disappointed in me they are for not supporting my sister's relationship with Ben. They brought up the fact that because she had cancer as a teenager, she never learned proper social etiquette and has a hard time meeting people. I don't buy this, in part because I've seen her socialize just fine. And since we spent a good chunk of the time she was sick together, that would also mean that I should have bad social skills as well, by that logic. They then told me that if I don't accept my sister and Ben's relationship, they may have to go no contact with me. I reminded them that I'm also their daughter and they should understand my point of view, but they are adamant that this is about me being jealous of her. 
For the record, I'm not jealous of her. I'm not upset Ben picked her over me. I'm sad about the end of the relationship and do feel betrayed. But Lord knows that I don't want to be with a cheetah. What I'm upset about is the fact that my sister chose Ben over me. That she slept with Ben knowing he and I were in a long-term, committed relationship and continues to be with him knowing how much it hurts me. Now no one in my immediate family is talking to me and I'm getting messages from aunts and uncles and cousins telling me that I'm being an arsehole and a selfish bitch. And then there's an edit which we'll cover straight away and a mini update as well before the main update. The edit says, thank you to everyone for your comments. This has gotten more attention than I expected and having trouble keeping up. So if I don't say thank you, then thank you. I've been given a lot of food for thought. To be honest, while I've had moments where I've been resentful or upset about my teenage years, I've always thought that I did the right thing for my sister and for my family. And that time wasn't all miserable. I was very close to my sister and we made things as fun as we could but I didn't think of it as an abdication of my parents' responsibilities or that they were doing wrong by me, which many of you pointed out. I definitely have a lot to think about. Thank you again for making me feel less crazy about all of this. And the mini update says, sometimes you can only laugh. Just got off the phone with my cousin who saw this post and said he could explain a few things. I asked him why he was on Reddit instead of school. He asked me why I was on Reddit instead of work. And I said, touche. He told me that after my conversation with my mum, she went to his house and talked to my aunt. And here's the deal. Turns out my sister is not only in a relationship with Ben, but four months pregnant, which means she and Ben were fucking a lot longer than I'd even guessed. Apparently, my parents are so adamant that I forgive her because I'm already ruining their experience of their first grandchild. That's right. I'm less important than my stepmom posting ultrasounds to Facebook. That's where we're at. Anyhow, I called out of work sick the rest of the day and I'm going to drink a lot of alcohol, like a lot of alcohol, and then start thinking about what the fuck I'm going to do. Now, in a moment, we'll cover some comments before we move to the main update. And I remember coming out of the post the first time round and even the second time round and thinking, oh, the, the very last line is worrying about drinking a lot of alcohol to deal with this. And my concern was I really hope that, you know, OP is okay. They've got a lot of shit to deal with. So I can't blame for going down that route, but... I do worry about it, you know. And I also remember saying the first time around, it's an absolute not the arsehole, you know. We always say like, you know, mental health issues, grief, cancer is never an excuse to be a shitty person to someone else. It's just never an excuse, is it? And the fact that your parents enable this behavior by saying, you know, they're gonna go no contact with you if you don't sort of accept them and join the family and accept their relationship now sort of says it all to me and I wouldn't blame you if you went no contact with them just for that fact and another take I didn't say the first time round and I sort of always picture it like if I was in that situation and you know if one of my brothers went with one of my with my hypothetical girlfriend or wife or whatever I'd be absolutely devastated and I wouldn't want to be around that person ever again either and I can't blame you for feeling the way you do but Talaya says not the asshole your parents are enablers cancer as a teen did not shrink wrap her and isolate her from the entirety of human mores and values forever and ever amen from what you describe it sounds disturbingly like you have been deemed the cannon fodder of the family take some time for yourself put them on the back burner drb1 says not the asshole i had cancer as a teenager i've managed to not have sex with either of my siblings partners weirdly enough to which op replies to that one saying maybe you were on a different treatment plan <laughs> Frightmare says not the asshole. having cancer as a teenager is not a valid excuse to be a shitty person for the rest of your life. 
Ritarara says, not the asshole. Oh, heck no. Your sister is using an illness she had a decade ago as an excuse to sleep with your boyfriend and thought that'd be okay. It's not. The fact your parents are going along with this smacks of having a golden child. I'm sorry to say, sometimes the trash takes itself out. Your sister is awful. Your parents are and were awful. It's not your job to quit every activity to pay for your sister's medical bills and drive her around. It's good that you know this now and can get some therapy and move on with your life. You deserve better people in your corner and they are out there waiting for you. Papfan1 says not the asshole. Her lack of social etiquette is due to their lack of parenting, not cancer. You're better off without these people. ETA, her asking you to a restaurant to deliver bad news and then requesting money for it is ridiculous. She sucks. Opie replies that saying, I think she thought I wouldn't cry if I were in public. Boy howdy, she was wrong. But since I make more money than her, she thinks I should pay. I'm not going to, but she thinks I should. And one more reply from JPM who says, based on your updates, I would be the asshole to announce everything on Facebook and tell everyone she got pregnant by fucking my boyfriend in our bed. It's a nuclear bomb, but I would be done with the whole family. Your parents always enabled her and would rather coddle her than tell her that's fucked up and a terrible thing to do to your sister. I better expect you to provide free childcare and gifts. Cut the whole lot out and enjoy your life. Edit, I'm adding another comment because I think it's a wonderful addition. I'd go a step further, point out that all OP sacrificed as a teen when her sister got cancer, just to really hammer at home how selfish the others are being. And now let's move on to the main update to see what it says and hopefully get a conclusion to this. So update. I was asked for an update and thus here I am. Two things to clarify before I update. One, I didn't have a shitty childhood. The favoritism started when my sister was diagnosed. I moved out soon after and I've been pretty independent since then. Not saying that how my parents treated me during those years were a-okay, but I wasn't Cinderella. Two, I did not drink myself into oblivion. I had two white wine spritzers, but I appreciate the concern from folks. Anyhow, the update. I got in touch with my sister and asked her to meet up again at the park. No bill involved. I asked her if she was pregnant and she told me the truth. She said she wanted us to still be in each other's lives and that she wanted me to be in her babies. A Redditor, and I forget who, I'm sorry, mentioned that she may ask me to be the godmother and that person was correct. But as many of you pointed out, if I didn't cut her off, I'd just become her bank and daycare employee. So I told her I could no longer be in her life and I left her crying on a park bench and felt like the shittiest person in the world. I emailed my parents and told them how betrayed I felt and that I'd be cutting off contact with them. To my stepmom's credit, she apologized. She explained that she never thought my sister would live to have kids and that she let her emotion over that, that got the better of her. Understandable, my dad said nothing, which is honestly what sucked the worst about all of this. Ben tried messaging me from a burner account for the first time since the breakup, but I blocked him without reading it. I didn't go nuclear and post the story to Facebook as some suggested, but I sent an email to the extended family members who I care about. I explained the situation and how I'd be distancing myself from my family. Some have made it an us versus them situation and as much as I appreciate the support, feeling like I'm in some valiant battle just makes me more tired. So I haven't been talking to much of anyone in my family. I feel lonely and crappy, but I think I made the right decision. Anyhow, not the most exciting update in the world, but hopefully everyone knows that I'm not dead. I do really appreciate the support I've gotten. It made me smile during a really shitty time. And hey, if anyone is in the greater Boston area wants an extra guest at Thanksgiving, let me know. And whilst I'm not downplaying an incredibly shitty situation, I think it probably is the best situation for OP at the moment. One thing which really had to sting though is 
when you mentioned about your dad who just stood there and said absolutely nothing i can imagine that feeling like the biggest betrayal of all really but to me from what you said in this post i think it's a good thing for you and you're able to move on your life with freedom with a lot of freedom and i mentioned this because i was looking down in the comments and there is a lot of lovely redditors who are inviting op to their house for thanksgiving who are in the same area and saying yeah we'll definitely have you over if you want which I just think is a lovely thing to do. And then later on, there was another comment that OP replied saying oh, they might be going to Santa Fe for some other reasons. And, and they were saying like, they might not be able to travel because they their sister's immunocompromised and stuff. And then they're like, well, I'm no contact with my sister no more. I can go where the fuck I like, you know, and they can actually travel. They can do whatever the hell they want now. They got no ties, which I think is pretty incredible. But what do you guys make of this story? What are your thoughts? Let us know in the comments below. Do you think it's a positive update? Let me know your thoughts in the comments below and we'll move on to the next. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Next one. And our next story comes from Tiberius Eric, titled, Am I the Arsehole? I refuse to cook for in-laws. My 28 male pregnant wife, 28 female, invited her parents over for dinner. We have this rule at place ever since we started living together eight years back. The one who invites gets to cook for everyone. Whoever invites someone over to our home will have to cook and clean up after cooking for the night. This is because the dinners are huge when guests come over and it's a lot of work. This applies to both me as well as her. Edits, we made that rule because Indian men usually invite random people thoughtlessly without understanding how much work goes into prepping before guests arrive in India. Women usually end up having to do all the work alone. That's why we decided that if you cannot handle all the work alone, you shouldn't be inviting anyone at all. Women benefit by this rule more than men because it's the men who just invite people as they please. So my wife was feeling lonely since I've been having a lot of work lately and she was really wanting to meet up with her family, so she invited them. Today, she started to experience fatigue and nausea, so I told her to tell the family that she's sick and today would not be a good time for them to come over. She said I could try and cook dinner for all of us. I refused because she was expecting a lot of dishes and it's hard work and time consuming to prepare that much. I also have a nine hour shift a day at my work. She wants me to prepare a meat dish, chicken, shoshmak, mutaniari, may I pronounce those all wrong, a pasta dish, a rice dish, biryani, and paleo, soup, stew, dal, rama curry, etc. Fries, finger foods, a sabzi, <laughs> cooked vegetables with spices, and dessert, carrot halwa or ravdi as well. Not to mention vegan options for a sister. The pasta is for her brother since he is a picky eater and loves junk food. She's mad at me now. Am I the asshole? Now, 
Firstly, I apologize if I butchered any of those food names. I did try. <laughs> and there is some immediate edits which were covered straight away. And edit one says we're from India, so consider that as the basis of the unreasonable request by her parents. Edit two, she can definitely invite my parents or her friends who are more flexible and accommodating, but she's missing her parents and only wants them to fill the gap of loneliness. She's not very close to them, but is constantly seeking approval from them. Edit three, I wouldn't actually mind cooking one or two dishes for a family, but they expect elaborately set up meals out of us and they'll leave if it's not up to their standards, which will make my wife feel worse. I'm not mentally prepared to handle the drama that their parents will bring to the dinner on a workday. Edit four, I've told her before that they're never going to be accepting and she should stop trying to please them, but she insists on trying her hardest. However, I'm sick of tolerating their barbs and insults directed at my family status and wealth so I'm not completely with the idea of them coming over. Edit six, if she goes to visit them too often, they make remarks like, a woman's home is that of her husband's after marriage. Doesn't your husband have enough money to even make dinner for us? This is why we told you not to marry him. And I'm not gonna try to pronounce the translations there, they are far too out of my reach. <laughs> but baby gerbil says, not the arsehole, rules are nice and fine, and sometimes it's okay to break them for your pregnant wife. But springing a last minute multi-dish dinner on a busy person is not okay. And why can't they come over to keep her company without needing to eat dinner? Why can't they bring food for her? She's pregnant and you're busy. Why can't everyone order takeout? Edited to note that this was posted before OP's edit. Doesn't change my final ruling, but I understand OP has answered the questions I posed. And Harry Stanley says, not the arsehole, but only because the amount of food required, that's a ton of work. If it were a smaller dinner to prep, I'd say suck it up for your wife. As an alternative, I suggest I'd ask in her family to switch to potluck due to having to work plus your wife feeling unwell. I think any reasonable person would understand. Man, I love it when people talk about potluck. I think it's, and from what I understand, they're, they're all over the world. People do potlucks, but whenever we've covered stories about like South America and stuff like that, they all, and potlucks are mentioned. Woohoo! Always sounds so good. But Wide Aardvark says, not the asshole. That is a lot of food to prepare, cook, and clean up after a nine, after a nine-hour shift. Mandadian says, I was all prepared to say you're the asshole and tell you that the compromise is needed, considering your wife's pregnancy. Then I read everything she was expecting you to make after working a nine hour shift. In this case, not the arsehole. If she had been willing to serve whatever you made and you still refused to cook, the arsehole would be on you. But I'm gonna give you a pass on this one. And Summoning Freak says, not the arsehole. The compromise here should have been you cook one vegan meal for everyone and voila, or get takeaway, easy peasy. Expecting you to cook four dishes, fries, finger foods, and dessert after your nine hour work shift just ain't realistic. As in, there's not much time to make all of that and have dinner at a reasonable hour. This is an all day prep meal your wife wants you to make. It's almost overkill. And just how many people are invited? That's an insane amount of food. Now, what do you guys make of this one? Let me know your thoughts in the comments below and we'll move on to the next story. And our next story comes from a throwaway account titled, Am I the Arsehole for Making a Reservation to Go to the National Park the Same Day My Sister's Getting Married On? I'll just start by saying that I'm a foster mother. I have a disabled 18-year-old son who my husband and I adopted when he was four. His biological parents aren't in the picture. My husband and I are his primary caregivers. We love him. He's the light of our life and we give him all the care and appreciation he deserves since he's always felt an unfortunate hand in life. He became wheelchair bound at 16 years of age. Nothing through his fault because it was an accident and the drunk driver was responsible for it. 
My family love my son and always made him feel like he's one of their own. So far, we've had no issues till my sister sent me an invitation for her wedding on October 29th. The invitation didn't include my son. In fact, it stated my son cannot attend since the wedding is child-free. I was shocked, but mostly upset. I called her to ask if she was serious by claiming my son is a child. She apologized saying, due to his health and slow growth, she's worried the guests would see him and assume he's 15 at max. I said that was illogical and asked if she wanted me to bring identification to prove to her guests that my son is a legal adult. She swore it wasn't about my son and went in about how much she adores him but she didn't want to deal with angry guests assuming she's favoring her family by letting kids attend. She said I shouldn't take this personal because my brother's daughter who's five isn't allowed but she's five and my son is 18. I said I was sorry but couldn't help but feel she was looking for excuses to exclude him. I ended the conversation, spoke to my son and he cried. I talked to my husband and decided we won't attend the wedding and instead made a reservation to go to the national park and have a tour there together as a family the day my sister's wedding's on. My sister found out and was shocked. She and mother said I can't do that and not come to the wedding just because I was asked to respect the rules. I said I was respecting the rules by not attending altogether instead of bringing my son. Mum said it was petty of me to do that and told me to cancel the reservation and come with my husband to the wedding, but I declined. Absolutely not the arsehole. You know, people are entitled to child-free weddings, but this was not a child. This was an 18-year-old. Therefore, it felt like an excuse to me. Like OP said in their post, she feels like they were looking for excuses to exclude him. And that's the way it felt to me through this story. Which goes on to make me question the, the start of the second paragraph where it says, my family love my son and always made him feel like he's one of their own. And I think, really, if they're treating him like this now, do they really think of him this way? And that may be a harsh thing to say, but it got those questions going through my head as I was, as I was going through it. So absolutely not the arsehole. And I can't blame you for doing what you did and not going. Actually, good for you for doing so. But I really want answers to those questions as well from your mother, from your sister, why he's been excluded and not this child free bullshit because he's not a child. But Merlin242 says not the asshole. Sorry to be that guy, but your sister doesn't want your disabled son at the wedding and it has nothing to do with it being a child free wedding. KK Can says, not the arsehole. If your sister is giving you a her way or the highway choice, she should accept that you've chosen the highway or the national park. <laughs> you have a son who requires full-time care. Your sister has not invited him to her wedding. Your choices are to find him respite care to attend or to not go to the wedding. You're not going to the wedding. Doing something else on a day does not make you an asshole. Carrie Katora replies to that comment saying, actually, I think you're wrong here. It's not about the care at all. Nowhere does OP say her son is incapable of taking care of himself or requires full-time care. This might be the case, but there are plenty of people who are wheelchair bound and can take care of themselves just fine. It's not about him needing care. It's about the sister excluding him. Opie's son is 18. There is no reason for him not to attend the wedding. Opie is furious because her sister is lying and trying to find excuses for the son not to come, thus discriminating against her family. That's why Opie doesn't want to go. By going, she condones this discrimination. By not going, she's showing the sister that she won't stand for it. It would be the same if the sister said she didn't want Opie's husband to attend because insert stupid reason here. Opie doesn't need to, nor should talk about the needs of care. It's not about that. It's about Opie's son being treated like crap. 
Mr. Nemo says, respect the rules. Not the asshole. Your sister is a major asshole and likely an ableist at that. I'd say she's discriminating against your son for the worst reasons. Specific Quick says, not the asshole. You are respecting her rules and doing what's best for your family. And I would be very proud of you. People are allowed their child-free wedding, but they should respect others' choices not to participate. It's essentially doing what she wants. Resident Capri says, not the asshole. Although your son feels that he was dealt an unfortunate hand in life, he is very fortunate to have met parents who wanted him. Your sisters couldn't have come up with a lamer excuse. And one more from Ravioli41 who says, not the asshole. I disagree with your sister's reasoning, but at the end of the day, she's entitled to invite who she wants to her wedding, especially if she's paying for it. You're also entitled to not go if you don't agree with her rules or reasoning. My wife and I had a child-free wedding, and that included all guests under 21. Our venue and most of the ones we looked at charged us per head for both food and alcohol, regardless of age and or if they were drinking. Now, what do you guys make of this one? What would you do if you found yourself in that situation? Let us know your thoughts in the comments below and we'll move on to the next one. And our next story is from Diligent Storage 827 titled, Am I the arsehole for getting mad that my parents haggled over my birthday gift? My 28 female parents, male 62, female 60, always get my brother, 26 male, better gifts than me. For instance, last Christmas, they got him a brand new gaming laptop while I got a couple of books and some Primark clothes. The difference was so stark that even my mum pointed out that the gifts had been so much cheaper. But don't worry, she made up for it. By buying me a magazine. A kid's magazine. Yeah. This has been happening since we were children. It even happened when my brother was making twice as much money as me. For some reason, they dote on him but give me cheap gifts. My brother has noticed it too and feels guilty about it. He suggested that this year, instead of leaving it up, up to them, I buy something for myself and then ask them to pay for it. He does that most years. So after making sure my parents were okay with it, I did exactly that. I got myself a pair of off-brand AirPods. They were cheaper than the gift my parents got for my brother's birthday this year, but whatever. It's not about money. It's about getting something that is useful and that makes me happy. Yesterday was my birthday. I opened my brother's present a book I'd been eyeing for a while. He's the best. And then retrieved the AirPods from my bedroom. I gently reminded my parents that they hadn't paid for them yet. And then things got weird. First, they kept insisting that they already had paid me. I had to show them my banking app before they believed me. Why the hell would I lie about that when I've always been nothing but honest to them? Then, when I finally convinced them that they hadn't paid for it, they tried to haggle with me. They only wanted to pay for part of the gift rather than the whole thing, as they had done with my brother's more expensive gift, and they started arguing with each other about how much they should pay. One of them would name a number, then the other one would name a smaller one, and so on. I found the entire thing so hurtful and offensive that I got teary-eyed. I excused myself, I locked myself in the bathroom to cry. When I came out of the bathroom, they clearly felt bad. They told me they'd pay for the whole thing after all, but I left soon after. I was too hurt to stay. I know that what matters is the intent behind the gift rather than the price of it, but it really doesn't feel like the intent behind the gift was to make me feel loved. Am I the asshole for leaving before the birthday party was over? To me in this one, it just feels like you, there is favorites in there. The brother's the favorite. And I'm not blaming the brother at all because he sounds like he has quite a good relationship with his sister. You know, he talks about it and he feels bad about what's been going on and tries to find solutions around it. Like made that suggestion of maybe you should 
buy yourself a gift and then ask them to pay for it, which happened, but then they haggled in front of her. I mean, what the hell? I can't imagine that scenario and how incredibly hurtful that would be, especially knowing that your parents all favor your brother anyway. And I think if I was stood in front of this haggling situation that was going on, I'd, I'd just literally go, fuck it, I'll buy it myself. Don't bother next time, please. And that would really pee me off. And I, uh, as OP said, I know it's about like the intent behind the gift, but they just don't care, do they? So I'd be like, no, I'll just buy it myself then. And then you can feel guilty behind the scenes if you want to do that. But Sufficient Positive asks a question that says, Info, have you openly communicated this to them? Outside of gifts, how is your everyday relationship to them? Communication is key and you are not a child anymore. It can go a long way towards improving your overall relationship and ultimately let you know where you stand with them. Leaning towards not the arsehole. OP replies that saying, honestly, the whole thing feels too awkward to mention. I think it's partly on me for not coming out and saying it, but telling my parents that their gifts are too cheap feels too shallow. I know my brother has brought it up in the past on my behalf, and usually they do recognize that his gifts were better slash more expensive, but they claim it happened by accident. And I'd buy it except it's an accident that's been happening for years. Other than that, they're okay. They're very frugal, but mum is very affectionate and we have a good relationship. Dad is a bit more distant. I know mum has a money-related trauma. Her own parents had some economic problems when she was a kid, which is another reason I don't want to bring it up. They only play favorites when it comes to money. Otherwise, they're equally close to both of us. Mum is closer to me, in fact. If they got my brother a gift of similar economic value, I wouldn't be bothered at all. I'm not really a materialistic person, but... Then they get these luxurious gifts for him and give me a magazine and it's hard not to feel crappy. Senior term 635 says not the arsehole. Your parents for whatever reason decided to take a dump all over your birthday. It's super likely they ignored this until your brother admonished them while you cried in the bathroom. From now on say this, no more presents. Your gift giving is hurtful since you insist on getting me careless, hurtful gifts. And when I asked for what I've wanted, you've clearly told me I wasn't worth it. I'm refusing all gifts from you. I don't want the regularly scheduled reminders that I'm not worth the energy to get a thoughtful gift for. If they give you a gift anyway, leave it wherever they gave it to you, unopened. Higher555 says, not the asshole. I'm sorry, OP. They didn't take you into consideration at all. They haven't taken you into consideration at all in years. My mum went through a similar thing with her brother and parents and it all ended up with her cutting off her parents. In the end, they would defend buying my uncle these expensive gifts and giving her barely anything. Parents shouldn't choose favourites. Raindrop349 says not the arsehole. Your parents are playing favourites and making a huge display of it, not even trying to be subtle. I wouldn't spend Christmas with them or any other event where they give gifts because it's deliberately hurtful behaviour on their part. You have just as much value as your brother. Tree-shaped heart says not the arsehole. You are not wrong for noticing a difference in treatment between you and your brother and having feelings about it. That's very painful. I'm glad he sees it too, for the sake of knowing you're not crazy. It sounds like he's the golden child and I'm sorry for that. You handled it in a reasonable way in my opinion, but your parents still found a way to be absolutely awful to you. I'm not sure what you can do besides try to ignore it. Recognizing that it's a failure on the part of your parents or going low and no contact if this behavior extends into other areas of the family dynamic. Now, what do you guys make of this one? What are your thoughts on all of today's stories if you choose to share them? Never any pressure though. And just a huge thank you from the bottom of my heart for being involved in the channel, getting involved every day, commenting, liking the video and subscribing. I cannot tell you the real 
difference you make to me, to this channel, to our little community that we've got going. It's absolutely amazing. So thank you so much for being awesome. And I will see you in the next one. Take care, guys. Much love. Y'all keep looking for that new way. I think I like it how it is. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started.